You really want to know what love is? Yeah. Yes, tell us. More than anything in the world, Ron. Well, it's really quite simple. When you're married, you'll understand the importance of fresh produce. Shut up. Just shut up. You had me at hello. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, Editor-in-Chief of HitchedMag.com, and I'm joined once again with Dr. Karen Sherman. Hi, Karen. Hi, Steve. How are you doing? I'm doing great. It is so good to have you back with us. Thank you. Likewise. And, you know, I'm, I'm really excited because you uh, just recently posted this article on, it was actually a reply to a reader letter, which the wife wrote in and said that she wasn't getting the affection from her husband that she had wanted and, mm-hmm. and that he was, you know, that it wasn't a sex thing. Um, it, it was just the physical affection and she, they, they had been to counseling. Um, she had had numerous conversations with him and she was really looking for some tips. And I'm really excited because we put this article up and then we started getting, uh, hit up with more questions that some wives out there were asking us. And, uh, so we're going to hopefully answer some of those, uh, questions that they had. And I ha- and I put up a little thing on Facebook and Twitter and some people uh, w- spent the time and, and wrote in and uh, answered a couple things for us and uh, had some requests for you. So some of these questions that you're hearing are from you guys out there listening. So I hope you guys enjoy. Um, so first off, Karen, uh, what are we really talking about when we're talking about affection? Uh, well, you know, you start out by saying we're not talking sex. Um, and the truth of the matter is that um, affection could be going on. Uh, when I was talking about it, I was discussing, you know, hugging, holding hands, um, just passing your partner by and giving a just, you know, like a touch to the shoulder, uh, stroking one another's face. Um, you know, like the little things you did when you were first going out. Um, it's it's making some kind of physical contact that isn't necessarily leading to I want to have sex because it's a way of connecting um, and still letting the partner know that they matter, but again, not necessarily like this is the build up that I'm doing just to get you to have sex with me. Okay, and so if you're not getting the affection that you want or need. Um, and this is one of those questions that we got. What is the best way to start that conversation? And we're speaking from the wife's perspective. What is the best way to start that conversation with your husband? Well, first of all, you know, any time you start a conversation with anybody, you don't want to put them on the defensive. So I always suggest that you start with telling them, you know, all the good things they do or, you know, I know that you try so hard or that we'll work, we're both working so hard at our relationship and just say, you know, you probably, you know, may not even be aware of it or you've been so busy, you know, you're not thinking of it or something. And I would just start that way. And I wouldn't go into a lot of detail or a lot of talking because we know that that makes for too much for a guy. So just sort of say, like, you know, I just love when you hug me, or I don't know if you ever know knew this, but when you come by and just give me a little kiss on the back of my neck, that just really does wonders for me. It makes me feel so special. 
So you you don't want to get him on the defensive and talk about what he's not doing, but let him know this is something that's really special to me. Um, and if you can do it in a breezy kind of way, as my girls would say, my you know my kids. Uh-huh. In other words, not like we need to talk, yeah. but you know, but like you know when you're just doing an activity together, it won't go over like a lead bomb. Got it. So, so instead of, you know, approaching your husband and saying, you know, I want to talk about this affection thing, it's more of the, you know, you guys are doing dishes together and he touches you on the shoulder or something and you just comment, you know, I really love it when you touch me like that or something along those lines. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, that would be terrific because if in fact he does do something that you like, that's a perfect opportunity to grab it and say, you know, when you do that, I love that. But, you know, just in case there's either very minimal affection Mm. or the kind of stuff he's doing hasn't included what you like, then, as you say, let's use the the dishes. You just say, you know, I was thinking, you do so many great things, but I don't think I ever told you how much I enjoy blah, blah, blah. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. And and how do you get your husband to listen to the type of affection that you need? Um, you know, we talked about the breezy manner. Is that really the key to this? Well, I think that, again, you always want to make sure that you don't put a guy or anybody else on the defensive. When, when somebody feels attacked, even if it's really subtly, then their defenses go up and they don't hear what you're saying. So as long as you phrase it as this is what I need, you're not doing anything wrong. But this is what I need. And I think I forgot to tell you along the way or, you know, I never mentioned it or something. Then it's not about what you've done wrong. And so that's what's going to help them hear it. And that's what's going to help them, you know, to, as you phrase it, listen to what you're saying. And and a, a question I have is when you're doing it in this kind of breezy manner, um, mm-hmm. it, it, is it one of the – I guess a fear that I can hear from our readers is, you know, how do I know he's paying attention to me and not just focused on maybe another task at hand or something else that's going on in the room at the time? Uh, oh, that's a tough one. You know, um, I guess you could say – I guess, I guess you know the the little girl and me sort of you know become playful. I guess the little girl and me wants to know, you know, did you hear that? Do you, do you think you could do that for me? Yeah. You know, something like that. Gotcha. You no, know, would 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 that does that sound like that's a really hard thing? Or could, do you think you could do that for me? But again, playfully, you know, almost in a flirtatious kind of way. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, that makes perfect sense. Uh, you know, the next step is to actually get him to take the actions that you have requested. Uh, mm-hmm. Any any tips on how to kind of get that going? Well, I'm going to share a little secret. In the beginning of my relationship with my husband, um, he I used I I need to hear I'm audio. Okay. I guess that's a good thing since I'm a psychologist and I listen <laughs> to people all day. Um, I need to hear the words, and maybe for some people that is um, how they want affection. They want to hear it. And my husband was not very verbal. He was more a touchy-feely guy. So um, I would remind him, but, you know, when you tell someone that, you know, here's, you know I, I want you to do so, and so that comes across as a demand. Mm-hmm. So I used to just say to him, you know, look, it, it's Friday, and we're coming up on the weekend, and if you could just sort of remember to, to let me know that you love me sometime during this weekend, that would really be great. And so it was my reminder to him 
And then um, he would do it, and then when he would do it, I'd say, oh, that meant so much to me that you said it to me and that you even remembered. I really appreciate it. And, you know, I think so many of us, especially women, are guilty of thinking, if I have to remind you, if I have to tell you to do it, that means you don't care. And that's really not the case. Um, if it's not in your partner's repertoire, if it's not something they do naturally, and you remind them and they make the effort to do it, then kudos to them because they're really trying at that point. So, you know, we, we need to ask for what we need. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay. And one of the things that you just mentioned was acknowledging their actions, too, to kind of uh, give them that confirmation that they did what you wanted so that they can feel good and will more likely do it again in the future then, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if I'm really trying and you're not even acknowledging it or appreciating that I did it, why would I want to keep doing it? Yeah, exactly. Okay. And, uh, you know, kind of to wrap this up um, today, one of the last things you mentioned in your article, and I really love this, uh, you mentioned that the husband sometimes may not be getting the affection that they want or need. Um, mm -hmm. Do you have any recommendations on getting them to open up about their affection desires? Well, uh, you know, you're right. Guys tend not to be quite as verbal. So, you know, they may have to stretch a little bit, and, you know, maybe if, if the wife is saying, you know, I, I need this, uh, the guy could say, you know, thanks for telling me, and while we're on the subject, you know, this would really feel good to me. Of course, in the article, I also suggested check-ins. That's just such a great little technique, because then it's sort of built in, and it's a way that uh, sets the stage for that neither partner feels that they're blaming or that, you know, like um, they've got to let things really go along and along and along. And so if you do a regular check-in, that's the time that either one of them could say, okay, you know, like what would make things better? Mm -hmm. And then that might be the opportunity for the guy to say, well, you know, I sort of need this or, you know, whatever. So it makes it, it, it it's a great um, opportunity for each partner to voice. Um, what it is that they need. Now, the other thing also is that if the guy, since guys tend to be action-oriented, if the guy is doing something, he could then say, boy, I hope you like this because, you know, this would be something I'd really like. Mm. That's another way to do it. That's a great, that's a great piece of advice there. Um, you know, and uh, like I said, we're going to wrap this thing up. Um, so you guys listening, there's I, I mentioned at the top of this uh, episode that this is coming from an article that Karen wrote. So be sure to check the article, and I'll, I'll link to it um, on this podcast, on the podcast page. And you can also check it out on Karen's page uh, because there's more tips and ideas there too. So uh, thank you, Karen. Um, I really appreciate your uh, time on this and uh, the great article and all this great advice today. Thank you for having me, Steve. You're welcome. And everybody listening, you, as a reminder, are listening to Dr. Karen Sherman, who is a practicing psychologist in relationships and lifestyle issues for over 20 years. She offers teleseminars and is the author of Mindfulness and the Art of Choice, Transform Your Life, and is also the co-author of Marriage Magic, Find It, Keep It, and Make It Last. And you can find, sign up for her free monthly newsletter with relationship tips at choicerelationships.com and also Karen has a new uh, it's a teleseminar right Karen? 
a webinar, I'm sorry, a webinar that's an MP3 download called Tips for a Successful Marriage, and you can download that at her website, choicerelationships.com, and it's uh, $9.95, so uh, be sure to visit the site and check it out, and you'll get uh, many, many more great tips and advice, and um, you know we can all use some of that, so thank you once again, Karen, I really appreciate it. Okay, Steve. Bye-bye. Okay, bye, everybody. I just want to say one thing to my wife at home. Yo, Adrian, I did it! They certainly got the idea. They feel free to express love. It's worth all those awful frank discussions at the dining room table. Hitched entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.